And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're gonna tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. On today's episode of The Glue Guys, we are going to talk about the Nets' domination in the NBA in-season tournament, and then killer comparisons, <laughs> NBA teams, and soups. The episode Brian yeah. was born to make. This is a classic Glue Guys episode in the making, Mike. I can feel it. Let's get into the show. to the glue guys this is mike here say hello, hello. Brian. check us out on x at bk glue guys netsdaily.com discord discord.gg slash glue guys michael the nets we get on the drop no i don't have the drop I mean, so brian bad. what's your background for the youtube audience <laughs> this is for, from the discord um a, a uh, the Brandalorian pillar of the community made a fat head of Mike um, and the glue guys logo, and it was it was confiscated at the doors of Barclays. But he had ambitions to bring it back there. But I just wanted to. It's such a good. It's such a good. It's a fun idea, and it's a great image. And I just wanted to. Um, because you know, Mike, I get a lot of love in the Discord. That's where you know those are my people. That's where I I go to connect with people on a deep on a deeper level. Frankly, and you don't get a lot of um, a lot of that. You don't you don't have that <laughs> <laughs> that range of emotion, or at least you don't allow yourself to have it. And it's nice when they see you, you know, once in a while. And they this is you you were really being seen here, Mike. I just want to I want to shout that out. How would you guess I would have taken the news that it would not be allowed into the stadium? Do you think that would be a personal front to me? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Okay, so the Brooklyn Nets, <laughs> who have harbored anti-Semites and anti-vaxxers. Oh, whoa. whoa. Harbored. Going for the jugular. Wow. Will not allow my plump face. Sem Semitic face. <laughs> my plump Semitic face into their arena. Harbored. Sheesh. Brian was there at know. the barricades as anti-vaxxers tried to storm you know, the facility. I, you know, I forgot that you play for keeps like that, Mike. You really do. You really <laughs> do go, go for the jugular. Nets PR, you are on, on notice. Wow. I know it was you. I wow. asked Brandalorian, God bless you. <laughs> yeah. The glue nation is strong. We will not acquiesce to Aaron Harris and Nets PR and the iron fist with which they rule Barclays. Shout out to Aaron Harris. Good friend friend of the show. Um, <laughs> Get out of here, Aaron Harris. <laughs> okay. I don't know what's Get happening. Get out of here. I don't Give know us if this, a player on the show. I don't know if this will make make the air. But anyways. Um, Why? Why? Right. What will it yeah, mean? It will. What, I mean? Brian, what has affected our relationship? No, it's true. It's true. I'm just okay. <laughs> Should I ask for Joe Harris now to yeah. be on the show? <laughs> uh, check us out. on. Uh, anyways, we have a great show today. And then can I start off with this? Do you know that the Nets are probably possibly 
going to actually go to the knockout stage of the in-season NBA tournament? Do you, are you aware of that fact? Is it a good thing to be in the knockout stage? I don't know. I haven't. I, I Truly, it goes in <laughs> one ear out the other when everyone, anyone explains anything about this tournament to me. So the it, for those who don't know, you know we're at the we're in the group stage of the NBA East in season tournament. The Nets are two and one within their group. The one loss being to the Boston Celtics. The Celtics will probably win the group. There are six groups. Eight teams go on to the knockout round of the in season tournament. The six group winners in two wild cards. The wild cards are determined by best record uh, amongst the second place teams in the groups. The Nets, if they beat the Toronto Raptors on November 28th, it's a home game for your Brooklyn Nets. If they beat the Raptors, they are guaranteed to at least be tied for the best record of all the second place teams in groups. It then comes down to point differential. And then it's only like plus two so far because they, they got beat not so great by the Celtics. But I'm just saying, you know, in a season, Brian, where we are not superstar laden, where we are not quite going for an NBA championship, it's kind of fitting that this Nets team is positioned to, to I don't know, make the NBA inaugural in-season tournament. And I then just we get to wish wear it, like a I just cool t-shirt. I wish it mattered, Mike. I just wish they could figure <laughs> out a way to make that matter because... <clears throat> Like you were talking, I I could I know that you were talking inst- like instinctively, like there was yeah, like neurons was, were firing in my brain. It's like Mike's sure. saying something, and I I was out. I was miles away, Mike. I was not. You were miles away, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> Brian, to be a good podcast, like if you were a good like radio host, you would be so into the. I'd be you locked know, in. Like, yeah, it's like caring about the MVP race in October. Right. When when I see podcasters have that conversation, I'm like, oh my god. I can't what fake are the funk, doing? Mike. I can't do it. Not for I, clicks, I'm not, not for lie. views. Can't do it. If the Nets get to the in-season tournament and the first game where it's knockout elimination style against the, probably the Boston Celtics or the Nuggets, I'm going to care a little bit. I'm going to care a smidge. I, I'm going to care like as a meme. That, like That's really what it'll yes. be. It'll be you know a towel-waving hey. meme. I mean, I think that's that's a prime which streaming. Is a, which is a nugget. Like, that's a, n- a little nugget. And yeah, we'll definitely yeah. stream it, of course. Come on. Well, I mean, that, that'll be streaming, and yeah. maybe we'll break triple digits. God, God willing. Concurrent? God willing. Triple digits concurrent? We've been there. We've been there before. Back in, um, back in the KD era. But those were, I mean, they were just passing by, you know. Well, the Nets were positioned, are now positioned 2-1 and one in Group G, I think. Uh, who knows what group. In Group C, excuse me. Um, because they lay the smack down on the Orlando Magic, a team that many project to be a comfortable playoff team, and the Nets, without Ben Simmons and Cam Thomas, absolutely dominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the what was the buzz on the stream, Brad? Uh, for the last two games, I mean, the first, I mean, I don't want if you want to talk about the Wiz game, like if that's a little bit sensitive for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to bring it up. Um, I, w- I want to talk as little about the Wizards this year. This year, that would be a bad that's my... team. That's a bad team that we let hang around, Mike. We let we let them make it interesting. But you know what? That's the thing. We're like we're at least we we're talking about this on the stream a little bit. Like um, we're we're panic selling net stock a little early in these games. Um, yes. You know, that's that's happening. I can feel that vibe. Um, and then like, look, we we closed it out twice against teams that we should beat. You know, winning winning the games you should. I mean, and like, let's well, even the say magic like, is magic a good, right there. Uh, they're hovering right around. Talented. Yeah. I mean, know? it's actually interesting. I was just looking at the the advanced ratings. I put on my spectacles this morning and dug into the deep data 
things like offensive rating, defensive rating. Ever heard of it? Um, <laughs> just that was a meme, Mike. I'm, and so anyways, right around there, all the net ratings that are like pulled right around that, like, you know, 14, that coveted 14 spot, um, we're beating those teams. And um, so we beat like, you know, the Heat who are hovering around there despite having a better record and the Magic and so on. Um, and so there's lots of little like, you know, things to like. And again, still without Cam Thomas, we still have maintained a top seven or the seventh in offensive rating right now. <laughs> Top seven. That's always my favorite one. Yeah. When you are sub- anyone is supporting the statistic, yeah. they they the cut it off seven. right where they are. <laughs> the top seven top, offense. The coveted top seven. Yeah. Statistically, uh, if you're in the top seven NBA, <laughs> um, if you to long view look, if you remove the two Celtics games, the Nets either have won the games or have only lost by about five points. I, I think I'm throwing the Mavs game too. I'm gonna. Keep reminding everybody of how insane and stupid that Mavs game was at the end, um, and that's a win for me. So we're we're they, seven and five right now, or seven and four. Of the losses, the lo- the Nets have lost by one, five. Not going to say the Boston game. Not going to say why, the Boston why aren't you game. saying the Boston games? I don't get that because they're a ten the, point loss. Well, and they're obviously better. Like that's like a tier above. But, like clearly, but, uh, they've lost to the Bucks by four, and we know that game, a silly, terrible game. I mean, but like so. If we are a cold-hearted assessment of this squad, they're six and five. They've beaten teams that, again, where we were told that the Heat would be better. We were told that, you know, Orlando, frankly, was projected to be better than the Nets. Um, the Nets have a, a crucial Thursday night matchup on NBA TV against the Miami Heat on the road. They play Philly at home on a Sunday at 3 p.m. That 3 p.m. tip, always tasty. Do you stream the 3 p.m. tips? I did. I streamed that tip. Uh, Mike, you said tip. Um, the, the, you know, so to sell, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate that this team again has had injuries and they continue to look pretty good. Like I was, I was begging for a Cam Johnson game. We got a a, a Cam Johnson game. A, a little a bit. bit. I mean, we got more a of a Spencer bit. Dinwiddie game to be honest. Um, yeah, it's really a Spencer game. And we needed a Spencer game too. Because kind he of was, did need it. He was looking a little bit at times crusty. gets benched. Yeah. Um, but also, I mean, like, look, Cam Thomas. The next man up for Cam Thomas has been Lonnie Walker the Fourth, Michael. Who, by the way, I own all the Lonnie stock. So hands off, okay? <laughs> and I've had it from the beginning, and I'm not going to sell it. Diamond hands. Um, so. It's really weird though that like Cam Tom like our we're our seventh best our top seven NBA offense hinges on the comings and goings of Cam Thomas and Lonnie Walker just we just a weird team it's so fun that this weird team continues to eke out you know wins here and there actually not even eke out I like, kind of confidently just stomped on the the Magic at the end I mean, of that, that game was a, that was yeah that was a big fat dub that was a big fat I mean they like let them like, sticky yeah, dub like it just um once they realize that like oh like anytime that we try to run an offensive play without just like the, like transition offense truly is the only thing that they could do to consistently score and they're like when they when they forget that that's when things get bad you know they just need to get into the offense before anything's set up defensively I mean their starting point guard rookie Anthony Black was one for four from the field no I'm talking about the Nets need to do that not the oh, magic. oh well so it's, that's it's funny that way. I thought that way too. I mean, no, the, no, the, the magic, no, the magic run stuff. Like, we were looking at like we were watching these like you know uh, Franz Wagner Wagner <laughs> sets, and they're really running stuff for these guys, and and it was working. I was like, oh, this is like an actual like organization now. Suddenly, um, 
And work. we stomped them for 20 points. Yeah. It was just, but look, just, they were running things and it was working for a time. And then we were like, yeah, we just can't let this team set up their defense. This Jonathan Isaac defense is giving us problems. <laughs> um, the, the the surprising thing, I mean, one, I thought the refs had it in for the Nets because Nick Claxton <laughs> got two of the quickest fouls to start the game. Man. And he comes back in and he gets he gets a foul called in him again. I mean, but he, he still finished the game with, you know, a nice twenty only Man. twenty-one minutes. Now but this is podcast. Now this up. is sports radio talk, Mike. You've been <laughs> I thought I thought they I thought they you know, like they were bought and sold. Yeah. I figured that that they had a stinky fish in their apartment <laughs> and someone was like, You better throw this game for right. the magic tonight. Um a stinky fish. What is that? Is that a like a you know, like you know, when they like wrap a fish up in a newspaper and it's like it's a reference sw- to uh, the godfather? The, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. a film. Okay. Have you do you watch films? Have you watched The Killer yet? I am seeing The Killers of the Flower Moon, though, tonight <laughs> a little bit. Oh, you are? Yeah, finally getting around to it. Oh, let me know how that is. I will. Uh, the Killer is on Netflix, and it's- Is it good? Pretty tasty. It's a movie? Listen to it with headphones on. <laughs> is it scary? Is it too scary for you, Mike? You should just- You read the wiki. <laughs> I mean, again, the bar for being too scary is like the video game that you play- What's the least scary too- thing that you've been scared by? Like, authentically scared by- like recently? Yeah, like Roblox. Like what's the most? I mean, I watched Get Out. That scared me. I mean. Is that scary scary? That's not it's scary. It's not really scary. scary. But yeah, if that scared you, that's pretty that's pretty weak sauce for sure. Yeah. yeah. I was pretty scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Allison Williams scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I mean, she's terrified. spooky. Yeah. Speaking of spooky, let's talk about soups. Okay. Right. Let's, let's do it. Yeah, this is we're twelve percent of the way into the NBA season, Mike, and it's time to 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 do some hot takes with the caveat or under the the paradigm of them being compared to soups, Mike. Is that the that's the premise? This is the official killer comparison soups. Brian to to lay the groundwork, Brian is a man of soup. I mean you you're I'm a you're eighty percent soup. Son of a gun. I am a soupy yeah. son of a gun. I, I make a soup literally a soup a day. Because it's, it's, I've discovered it's truly the only way I'll eat vegetables is by throwing it in a soup pot. That's, that's the only way it's going down. Um, no, that's not true. I mean, I like vegetables at, at restaurants or whatever, but like for lunch, like I'm not going to eat you just like- the vegetable lobby was going to come after you for well, but like I'm not going to like just saute a vegetable for lunch. Like that seems psychotic to me, right? So- um, I, I do it all the time. No, you don't. Like that's a lie. Don't I, don't lie on the internet in front of all of you. I, I constantly like what? zucchini. You just squash. so you're just searing a, a zucchini in the middle of the day. Yeah, that's a lie. Yeah, absolutely, that's a, that's a lie. And There's so, anyways, nothing I love. More. The reason the reason that you do, that you're eating double stack Shake Shacks in the middle of the day is, is exactly <laughs> how dare you. That was a private conversation. Is <laughs> exactly because it's a pain in the ass to sear off a zucchini in the middle of the day. And so I've been making soups anyways, long winded way of saying I'm a bit of a soup guy, Mike. You're not. Yeah. 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 You are. I mean, like there's so many times I'll call Brian and he is in the middle of making a soup. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's, I love soup. That's a great thing. And so it's kind of odd that it's taken us this long to do a killer comparison soups, but yet I think so one shout out to glue nation in the discord. I told people that that's what we were going to do. They've had so many great suggestions. I'm going to throw that in the mix, but Brian, you have soups. I have soups. Let's soup it up. Killer comparison soups to NBA teams. Brian, I'm going to start with my, I'm going to start with my best one. And it's really, it's like a work of genius. It's maybe my favorite killer comparison that I've ever come up with ever, but it's for the Philadelphia 76ers. We're doing a consomme. 
And a consomme is a, it's a very fancy French soup that's just the broth. It's just a broth, and it's a clarified broth. They've removed the fat in that broth. It's just, wow. it's a pure, it's a pure broth, <laughs> and it's delicious, and it's really good, and and people love it, and it's they've they've removed the fat, and um and there's a little system for doing that, and it's a thing that's made better by the removal of something, Mike. That's what happened here. That's what happened with those Philadelphia 76ers this year. Yeah, so... And something that's, incidentally, a little bit fat. That's the other thing. I'm really yeah. proud of you. Thanks. Isn't it? That's <laughs> it's pretty good, exquisite. Right? <laughs> That's exquisite soup connection right Thank there. You. Appreciate it. Um, I think I kind of mentioned this one to you on the phone, and I'll, I'll workshop it a little bit right here on the pod. My 76ers is the butternut squash soup that has pomegranate seeds in it, oh, and we're removing the pomegranate seeds. Because okay. butternut squash soup by itself is good. Right. When you put... I am anti pomegranate seeds. Okay. Pretty much in anything, in any, in any, if it's in yogurt, uh, if it's in a salad. Interesting. So you I, don't, you just don't like pomegranate seeds, is what you're saying? I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like the texture. I don't like what it tastes like. I don't like you don't the like texture. a pop. You don't like the little popping seeds. No, I don't need a pop. Okay. I don't Wait, need how a do you pop feel about grapes, soup. for example? Love grapes. Okay. All right. What am I, a, a heathen? I, I don't know I, if you're, I, if the popping seeds. I was, was at a winery this weekend. How much I love grapes. <laughs> Well, that's in the different. foothills of Virginia, I'm not saying drinking grapes. I'm mean, eating grapes. Anyways, let's not get lost. I love to eat I, grapes. Yeah. Is top four fruit to me. Top four fruit. <laughs> top four. Top four. It's top four. It's your fourth favorite. Yeah. Fourth. Fa- well, yeah. <laughs> that is. Yeah. That's I, I had to dial back. Yeah. Because yeah. I think I think if I was going to go top fruit, it's banana has to be on there. I don't know. People don't want to call banana a grapefruit, but it's one of the best fruits we have. Peach. A seasonal oh, peach is flying like, off with the just go off king with your with and, your top. And I four think the Honeycrisp apple is like unimpeachable. Should have said that for the peach; that would have been funnier. Okay, but Honeycrisp apple, wow. and then I would go grape. Right? <laughs> I mean, your grape is. It's and what's great world. about grape is that it's like you could eat it any time of the year. It's not a seasonal thing. Where like the peach is is a temperamental fruit. I can't really have it off season. I think an off season grape can be pretty sad, but anyways, that's just me. Oh wow, you have real great, you have a great palate. I do. Like, I'm not I'm not, a fr- I'm not ashamed of this anymore, Mike. Um, um, but it's good. So, hey, pomegranate seeds, and obviously James Harden represents the pomegranate yeah. seed in this case. Similar principle. He He's a bad um, person. Different yeah. different examples, but good. I mean, what? And you start another one, Mike. What do you got? Okay, the Miami Heat. Okay, oh, I don't have a Heat one, so this is you're going to fly dolo on this. The Heat are a chicken noodle soup, but in a bread bowl. Let me explain. Chicken noodle soup is great. Chicken noodle soup in a bread bowl. Chicken noodle soup is great. Okay. It's a great soup. Solid soup. Good soup. Toyota Camry of soups. Okay. It's a fine soup. Okay. It's average. But that bread bowl, yeah. the culture, the system oh, that you're putting it in oh, elevates the soup to a whole nother level. You're getting chicken noodle soup in a bread bowl? Is that a Panera thing? Well, I've never okay. heard of that. I'll, I'll admit. Originally, it was a broccoli cheddar soup in a bread bowl. Okay, but I had to like use broccoli cheddar for another example. So, what's well, a better soup than than like a potato chowder? <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, that goes in a bread bowl for sure. Yeah, okay, potato like a, like chowder a potato soup. leek is what you're talking about. Uh, oh, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. Now I'm ready. Now you're talking. This is yeah. potato leek weather. I'll tell you this that. is it is truly um, the heat. I mean, the heat culture is the bread bowl. Okay. It's like you sure. Anything you put in a bread bowl is going to taste amazing. Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson. It's very good. All of them good for different reasons. But you put them in that bread bowl, they're special. Mm. Heat culture. 
Hashtag heat culture. Is a bread bowl. Okay. So you're buying heat stock so far this season, it looks like. I'm buying the consomme. Yeah. A, a long-term heat stock. You get it? Stock is like a element of soup. Speaking of long-term, here's one for the Golden State Warriors. Um, I've gone, this is a callback to a previous episode here, sure. Mike. This is perpetual stew. I'm going perpetual stew on this just because it feels like I we've been, it. we've been running out this squad, this core for a long time, adding little new parts to it. But, but the, uh, the core has, has remained intact. It is, it feels like it's been going on for a long time. It's a perpetual stew in my mind. Um, what's your favorite kind of perpetual stew? I think the thing with perpetual stews is that they all end up taking, tasting like the same basically. Cause it's just a bunch of random, it's like too many, you know, it's the kind of thing where if there's like too many flavors, it tastes like nothing. I think that's what basically yeah. happens to perpetual stew. It's like if you mix all colors, they're brown. Right. It's exactly. Much, it's yeah. just, it's the brown. It's a brown stew. And it is literally brown. So Th- this is from Otto in our uh, Discord. Otto. Hawks are like lentil soup. Good in theory, nourishing in theory, good for the first two bites. But then you're sort of done with it. I kind of agree. Lentil soup is like. If, if for me, the lentil soup thing is. It's a really if you don't have a pita with it and a really like based yes. pita, you're 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 gonna have a bad time. Yeah, yeah. L- lentil is a good element within soup, but it to be the star of a soup is right is not what I'm going for. Um, next one up is yours, right? Uh, I can do another one. Yeah. Um, I want to go Mavs on this. Perfect. Don't have that. And this is a matzo ball soup. It's mm. just got this one thing that makes it really Wait, good. How fucking dare you? <laughs> How dare you put the juice soup with oh, Kyrie? Jesus. Let's just. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Let me just say. <laughs> okay. Didn't even think about that. Have we not this suffered works, enough, Brian? This works on a variety of levels then. Um, okay. But yeah, Ready. the because Luca obviously is the one good thing. I mean, matzo ball soup is just, it's chicken broth with like one like floating piece of celery, one floating piece of onion, kind of a fucked up, sorry, kind of a weird soup. Um or just like not weird. It's just it's just super standard soup. Oh, is our culture weird, Brian? Well, and then add this like amazing giant matzo ball. That's clearly the star of the show, and takes up all the space and all the gravity. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the Luca. That's the Luca element. Because I think I like think it's yeah, Ken. I think it's a good idea. I think the Mavs maybe have graduated because of Kyrie. Like Kyrie's been good enough, and the rest of the team has been good enough this year that it's not just the Luca show. I still, th- I think Luca's prominence, though. Like I, like I, I think it's only just growing and growing. I'm like he's he's getting unbelievably good. Yeah, I he, mean, I, I'm still very offended. You you attach matzo ball soup to Kyrie Irving. Okay. Just maybe that's very just, maybe that's a little bit of passive aggressiveness towards you. Maybe that's what maybe that's what's happening. <laughs> um, I have the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> okay, they are French onion soup. Okay. Do you like French onion soup, Brian? Um, I do, but oh, only I can't eat a ton of it. I will say it's a little bit of a. Why um, is that? It feels a, it's very acidic for me. It's it's a it's a it's a very specific mood, and I can't have too much of it. I think. Oh, so. Does it make your tum tum sad? <laughs> it makes my mouth sad. It's like it starts like oh, all that oh. onion starts to eat away at your at my mouth. Okay, so this I mean. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's get to back yeah. to let's get back to the story here. I think French onion soup is a top four soup, going back to my top four. Um, I think it's one of the best. Uh, I am thrilled whenever I have a French onion soup. I seek out French onion soup, particularly at places that make it well. Like where? What are we talking? Applebee's? What do you got? 
<laughs> the Applebee's margarita French onion soup <laughs> is so good. Oh. Even, never had tequila and French onion soup. It's that sounds delicious. good. Yeah. Um, here's the thing about French onion soup and why it's the nuggets. If you take away... It's also a little sweet for me, French onion soup. Continue. Sorry. Good. If you take away <laughs> yeah. the delicious, bubbly, melty, cheesy top mm-hmm. to a French onion soup, you really just have onion soup. And I, I like the broth of an onion soup, but that cheesy, bubbly, melty, omnipresent top mm-hmm. is really what makes it special. And Nikola Jokic, if any player is a cheesy, bubbly, omnipresent top to any soup, it's Nikola Jokic because he seeps. You're going his Nikola dilly- Jokic. I like that. It's interesting. A lot of people go Nikola on that. Oh, Nikola. am I saying it wrong? You're going Nikola. So yeah, think, that, yeah, that's how how we on the streets of <clears throat> Latvia. Okay. I don't think he's even from Latvia. <laughs> that's how we say it. That's true. Um, he he just oozes all over the nuggets. His his doughy <laughs> body is all <laughs> over the nuggets, and he yeah. makes everything taste delicious and better. But I think if you removed Jokic from the nuggets, I love that team. But I, be- I think the rest of that team's like a onion soup. It's okay. Yeah, I basically have the same. Like the Mets. I have the same thing. But I use the same principle, which I think, like f- for me, like top tier S tier soup is if you get some like some pho that's really good pho, like truly the best pho is cool. is You're so a, t- a time Mike that you don't haven't have you've never had pho, have you? This I, is, I've had, you lived in New I've York for, for like 15 years. Don't you and dare. You, and you no, ate. No, no, no. I live in Washington, <laughs> D.C., a very cultured city. And where did you eat the entire time you lived? You just ate. Subway Cafe. <laughs> you just ate at Magnolia's every day. <laughs> like, you like did have a lot of like banana pudding. Carrie did have a lot of banana pudding. Bradshaw is what you did. Anyways. Um, actually, a little bit of Taco Bell Cantina mixed in there. <laughs> yeah. You were having a Carrie Bradshaw moment when you lived there. Um, I like pho in the same way that you like French onion soup. I like it the most. And for me, Nikola Jokic is the noodle in the the pho. Um, and so without the noodle, it's not it's not great. It's really? great. No, it is moving? great. It's great, but it's not. <clears throat> it's not. It's know, not. The it's best. not championship winning. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, next one for you. I've got a fun one. Um, Phoenix Suns are bird's nest soup, expensive and texturally kind of weird. What's bird's nest soup again? It's the soup that's made of a literal, like, so it's like a, as I understand it, a boiled boiled bird's nest, very like specific kind of breed of bird. And something about the boiling of the, of the thing, it makes it gloopy, like a gloopy soup <clears throat> that's... Um, it's the saliva of the bird that like makes the nest. Anyways, it's, a whole, it's very expensive. It's very rare. And it makes this kind of like bird saliva soup, basically, um, <laughs> that people eat. And uh, so far, I've been, I, I wish that the Mavs were worse, but I'm enjoying the fact that the Suns are bad. Um, you know, just out of jealousy, just pure lizard brain jealousy kind of feelings. Um, no, that's evolutionary brain. That's evolutionary. That's not brain. Wow. Yeah, 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 that's 4D chess. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so that's my that's my Phoenix Suns because they're not doing so hot, Mike. Ample Thrills has the Chicago Bulls are tomato soup, a joyless red blob. Then he has an interesting tidbit. 
Richard Nixon ate can after can of cold Campbell's tomato soup after losing the 1960 presidential election. What does that mean, can after can? Was that like he ate a bunch of cans of tomato soup? Like for how long? What like what's like one until he died? And he just kept eating cans. <laughs> okay, it was a it was like an episode of or part of Seven, the movie, the film. Yeah, he was the, the guy who was like joint. getting getting filled up with spaghetti. Um, the next one I have are the Clippers. Okay. They are a chili, a lot of ingredients, and ultimately it just makes you gassy. You don't like chili? I love chili. I'm, I'm making a joke about how it makes you fart, Brian. Okay. It makes you gassy. <laughs> okay. I, I, I love a chili. I love a chili. I don't get that from chili, so I didn't make that connection. Apples? Like a, like apples for sure. Things like that. Apples make you gassy. flatulent? Flatulent. Not chili though. Beans never really did it for me. Yeah. You know what? I agree with you. I, I think it's- there, there's bad PR, bad marketing with beans. I've I've enjoyed many a bean, and it's not. I think it's not. But there's like gassy. a certain kind of person. It's like one of those. It's a g- genetic thing where there's like a couple, a handful of people out there that get super gassy from beans, and then they've just been motor mugging about it for like centuries. That's what I think has happened. <laughs> it was Richard Nixon. <laughs> Could have been. Could have been. Yeah, that's why he only eats tomato soup. Um, I have two more left. How many do you have left? I can do two more. Okay, I want I want you to go first. Um, Celtics. Okay, I have a Celtics, so I'll follow. This is I'm not loving this one, but I think I think you can squint and make sense of it. Um, egg drop soup. It takes a little bit of time to emulsify, and when it comes together, you have to eat it at just the right time. I feel like the like, the, and it's very good. Celtics are very good, but it's also like it took a long time for it to come together. Um, all the parts need to be working together at the same time for it to have. <laughs> the ceiling as high as it is uh, for it to all work out. So it's a timing. It's a very much a timing based soup for, for me. That's sort of how. Have I, you ever made an egg drop soup? Yeah, for sure. Is it good? Do you like? Because I've I've only had it as in like the it was delivered to me via a biker in a plastic container that yeah. is partially melted. And I and I am not in no way denigrating the great egg drop soup. I've just never had, I think, the proper... I think you need a proper egg drop. Because, again, if you're not, it's like, it's one of those things that's not going to travel. It's just truly not going to travel. It's going to break. It's going to break. It's the same with, like, I, th- I feel... I mean, if you want, like, to get... Or you could go, like, hot and sour soup. Anything that has an emulsion that could break, basically. Um, I mean, I worked at a PF Chang's. I've had hot and sour. Which is a great soup. Love hot and sour soup. Yeah, hot and sour, a hot hot and sour. Yeah, that's that's something. That's so maybe a real we go soup. with that, but it's similar principle. Um, so my Boston Celtics is a chicken tortilla soup because, like, I love every ingredient in a chicken tortilla soup. But even and then when you combine them all together, it's like a whole nother level. And I think I'm really pretty high on the Celtics this year. I think their team is incredible in terms mm-hmm. of the talent arranged on it. They are all awesome individually, and together, I think by the end of the season, we're going to be like, "Holy shit, that's 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 the squad, that's yeah. the team," nice. and I freaking love chicken tortillas. Top top four soup for me. That French onion soup. That's the top two. Um, frankly, like a bisque. I'm going to mm-hmm. put a bisque in there. Do you like a bisque? Sure. Like I'm thinking like a lobster or crab bisque. I think a bit. My problem with bisque is I it, it ruins the health proposition that I've put in my mind about soup. Because the second you're adding cream into the mix, I'm like, then I I can't I, – it's no longer like if you add Panera and you see the calories. Cream-based soups are just 
It's not good. For How you. many calories is a broccoli cheddar soup in a bread bowl? Uh, that's going to be like fifteen hundred. That's calories. about fifteen. Yeah, that's a <laughs> well. Funny enough, at least me on my last one. I'll let you finish it out. The Spurs and Wem- Wemby are broccoli cheddar soup. Uh, we've convinced ourselves that broccoli cheddar is a soup. Mm-hmm. It's cheese. We're eating. We're yeah, it's, eating. It's closer to fondue. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a fondue that we have. When I've told you this story before. And I'm sure you don't remember, but when I was at uh, sleepaway camp up in Camp Airy, Camp Airy, mm-hmm. um, I was there. It was the last day of of camp for the whole year, so the kitchen just made everything that they had. They made everything they had. They brought it out, and we had a big feast. And there was a bowl of brown, thick liquid. Okay. That was believed to be soup, or at least that's what my 17-year-old counselor told me was soup. And I was like, looks like a good soup. So I ate a bowl of brown. It was gravy. I ate a bowl of gravy. <laughs> how many? How much gravy did you eat before you realized it was gravy and not soup? I think the first bite, I was like, this is gravy. But I was also nine, and I thought, well, if there's a time to eat a bowl of gravy, yeah, it's today. It's today, right. Mickey. That's yeah. what I said to myself in the mirror. <laughs> oh, oh I, Mick. Yeah. Oh man, this is the day. Um, yeah. Broccoli cheddar soup. We have told ourselves we, it has been advertised as soup. Mm. It is a bowl of of cheese yeah. with sprigs of broccoli in it. <clears throat> Why is that Spurs and Wemby? Wemby defies all categories himself. He mm. he is so beyond. I can't supify him. Mm-hmm. He he is like I, I don't even know what I'm watching when I see him play. Except that time, I don't know if you saw the play where like Duncan Robinson crossed him up. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was good. But so Wemby is like broccoli cheddar soup. He's he's just not soup anymore. He's mm, something, something totally else. new and amazing. Something else. Yeah. I like it. Um, I noticed you didn't have a Nets one um, for an, our Nets podcast. <laughs> okay, so somebody's asleep at the wheel. But don't <laughs> worry, I got your back. The Nets, yes, are menudo. And no, Mike, not your favorite band, boy band from Puerto Rico in the 1980s starring Ricky Martin. Not that, Menudo. I'm talking about the soup, <clears throat> Menudo, um, which is a very simple soup of garlic, onion, you know, chili, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And then tripe also, <clears throat> which is a, an acquired taste for most. But in that, in Menudo, it, it works. And it's unexpectedly good. It's a classic Fish soup. Fish-based soup. Do you like fish and soup? Uh, yeah, sure. I like fish and soup. A bouillabaisse? Is a bouillabaisse soup? <laughs> what is the... What's happening? A bouillabaisse? A bou- is a bouillabaisse soup? Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's like a... It's a brothy. Yeah. Is that not a bou- not bouillon? S- no, bouillabaisse is like... I think it's like all seafood... Oh, cooked okay. together in a broth, like a tomato broth or something like that. Sure, yeah, I can get down with that kind of stuff. But I don't know if that's. Soup. I, I used to when I when I worked in a restaurant, the uh, Mexican guys would make uh, fish head soup, super spicy it is fish a head fish soup. Yep, fish head soup when you um, when you uh, like were hungover, and because in their minds, and this is going to get a little graphic, it was like the faster you can have diarrhea, the better. Like that's going to make your hangover ultimately like a lot oh. better. And so they would make incredibly spicy soup. Um, to induce that <laughs> that that phase of the hangover, and oftentimes there'd be a lovely little fish head floating around in there. Um, but anyways, back to nets being menudo. It's it's just you know it's unexpectedly good. It's it's very simple. The parts are you know themselves they're they're guys not dudes. 
individually, but for Camp Thomas, who's becoming a transcendent superstar talent, um, who is in this case the tribe because he's an acquired taste. Um, all of it comes together to make a truly S tier soup in the end. Michael, we did it. We did the soup episode. I think we can cancel the pod now. You think like, that's this it? Like, you should tell everyone well, that this is the end. Well, we've been working towards our whole life was this moment. I mean, it was a joy to see you cook. I've loved having this, this having this podcast with you, Mike, and I'm sad that it's over. <laughs> <laughs> There's like two people who got to the end now, and they're like, no. Yeah, just kidding. Like, the, the, finally. Yeah, the podcast is going to be fine. Um, um, anything, any last any last closing statements, Mike? Well, honestly, got, people keep tracking. The, the, the Nets are on the path to making the first in-season tournament in NBA history. I'm sure they'll lose to the Toronto Raptors, but that game comes in the middle of a homestand for the Nets. Um, pretty tasty. Pretty, pretty tasty. tasty. Nets. We'll be Should we go to Vegas, Bri? Well, let's go to Vegas. We'll be streaming. If nothing else, we'll be streaming the games at twitch.tv slash Egan. Mike pops in in the, in the Twitch chat. He's, he's part of the community now. Um, I love it. And we all hang out. It's we the all best way to watch the watch game. There's games. No, it's pretty fun. There's no question. It's fun, right? You have fun when you do it, right? When I admit it? When watching the stream, you have fun. It's a fun, it's yeah. fun energy. Yeah. And it's really fun because you get to see Brian trying to study up for a learner's permit. Oh, God. I can't even. I don't even want to tell you about this whole story, Mike. Okay. For, we're not going to talk about any, if, if anybody cares, here's the last were... little bit. I, I screwed up so bad. So I let my New York license expire, and then I moved to New Jersey with an expired New York license, thinking like, whatever, I'll just get a this like laws don't matter who cares blah 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 idiot idiot stuff and privilege. so that yeah Absolute exactly white privilege and so i get there and the lady's like bad news you have to take a test a knowledge test um to get because now you have a permit in new jersey that's the situation i was like oh god oh god okay and i look at my phone i'm like let me just see how hard this is going to be like give an example test it's like you know what shape or stop science it's like i got this all right fine sign me up let's roll let's let's run it and I go in there and like literally, so I have to get 50 questions. I have to get 40 of 50 correct. The first 10 questions, I swear, are like, when you receive a, like a permit sticker in the mail for your six month learner permit, like under the GDL and like acronyms I've never seen before. They're like, where do you put it in the front passenger seat? Where do you, it's like, whoa, oh no. <laughs> This is not basic knowledge at all. I just want to drive. <laughs> and the, and I pulled the guy over. I'm like, this is the wrong test. Like, he gave me the wrong test. And he doesn't speak a lick of English. And he's like, you know, that's your test. And I was like, I, like, please supervise. So I'm the guy who's now like, let me talk to your supervisor at the DMV. Not a great, not a great position to be in. And and I talked to this woman. And she's And she's, like, actually, like, super OP manager energy. She's just like. What's she, OP? She, overpowered like she just like okay. is letting me go off i'm like so i'm like this is like definitely the wrong test she's like no i'm sorry like that's the permit test that's the, and i was like so like you're telling me that i have to under i have to commit to memory things about being a 17 year old like driving under with a permit for six months <laughs> in new jersey i have to commit that to memory to pass this test so that i can drive a car in in new jersey and she's like yeah that's the situation you're in right now and i was like do you know you realize how insane that is and she's like i do i do <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, <clears throat> it's like as, as long as you can say it and like you're open about it, you know, there's nothing I can, there's nothing, it's like, that's why she was such a good manager. She just let me like vent. And then I was like, all right, I guess I'll just go, you know, I'll go fail this test, which is exactly what I did. 
<laughs> so now I have to study a 300-page PDF with, like, all kinds of insane minutia about being a permit driver. So that's my story, Mike. That's where I'm at. Thanks, we, thanks we for the barrier of entry so goddamn hard for so many things. It was, it's like trying to become I, a citizen at this country. You have to know things that we would never even. Dude, I'm literally having before. stress dreams. I have a test. I have to retake this test on Tuesday. I have like a month to like get it before I have to get a new permit. Um, so I get to, and I can only take the test every seven days. I can't just like go there and like, you know, do it, like run it back like five times in a row. Like I have to, I have to wait seven days. It's a nightmare. I love this for you. <laughs> it's really I the mean, worst this... case scenario for me. Cause I have, I don't think I've ever studied for a test ever. Like truly, literally ever. Like I always just you in college, just the test that you did not study for tests. <laughs> yeah. Just winged everything. Just complete, you know, um, just pirate, just to try to you know, get away with whatever I could get away with. And which I did, you know, I tried to cheat on the test of the, <laughs> the DMV. I shouldn't say this on the podcast. Maybe we'll take this out for the DMV people who are going to come after me. I'm you now I'm worried. I'm see how, t- see how paranoid I am about this test, Mike? It's I'm making not... me insane. All right. We got to go. Oh, this is getting dragged. Okay. Um, all right. Check us out on, t- on X at BK Glue guys. I love it. I don't want to know why I promo this. At the, like th- there's no effect on people. Let's just say bye. Like, yeah, that's what I'm, I always try to say goodbye. Bye, bye everybody. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.